0: Welcome to the serialized audiobook, Seven Deadly Seals, written by Alana Albertson, narrated by Jason Clark and Jennifer O'Donnell, produced at Brickshop Audio, Inc. Seven Deadly Seals is also available in print as an ebook on the Radish Fiction app and as a full length audiobook. If you want the whole story without waiting, grab one of these formats from the links at www.authoralanaalbertson.com. That's w dot a-u-t-h-o-r-a-l-a-n-a-a-l-b-e-r-t-s-o-n dot com. And now, Seven Deadly Seals, Episode 12. Chapter 7. Ksenia. I barely slept all night, worrying that now that Daniel had found out who I was, Grant would be next. I'd spent the night alone again, but in his bed, wrapped in his covers, dreaming of cuddling next to him. I'd even slept naked, hoping he would climb into the bed in the middle of the night and make love to me. But Grant remained on the sofa all night, his only companion was Hero. I figured he was still pissed at me from the other night though he wouldn't tell me why. He still came to my rescue, but that wasn't actually that shocking, considering rescuing people was his profession. I wished I knew what was going through his mind. Our distance grew further apart. Now, more than any other point since I started this game, did I realize the chances of us getting back together were fading. Too many lies, too many secrets. Even so, I cherished every second of sleeping in his bed where we first made love. The sheets fragrant with his scent. When I walked out of the bedroom, Grant was cooking breakfast. But this time there was no steak to make me gag. Just black coffee, steel cut oats and strawberries. Everything was vegan. Did he know? Sorry about breakfast. I haven't gone shopping in a while. That made sense. It is good. Thank you. Are you sure you don't mind coming with me to see my friend? It is fine. I'm happy to go. Thanks. He sat across the table from me, sipping his coffee. So, how was work yesterday? Good. Kyle is nice to me. Money, it is good. I couldn't help staring at his biceps. He was just wearing a t-shirt and gray sweats. His beard was full, and I began to fantasize about him. It had been so long since I felt his skilled tongue between my legs. Just the thought alone was enough to get me wet. How had I fucked up so badly with him, not only as Mia, but also as Ksenia? Now wasn't the time. I was going to see my brother again, and this time, he knew who I was. We finished breakfast, and then left in Grant's truck. Daniel hadn't wasted any time setting the meeting up, and I'd come up with a plan. I had to admit, it wasn't my best plan. There was no way I could distract Grant and try to talk to Joaquin alone. My interactions would be video and audio taped. Good thing I had some tricks up my sleeve. We parked on the street in front of the prison, and Grant fed the meter. I gazed up at the jail from below and stared at the tiny windows that faced the ocean. I choked back a tear, imagining Joaquin wasting away up in his tower, with only a sliver of a glimpse to the outside world. Grant took my hand and led me into the building. The guard seemed to recognize me from our last visit on Monday just two days prior. I gave him a polite nod and sat next to Grant on an orange plastic chair. The floor smelled like bleach and desperation. The toxic environment in the room made my stomach queasy. I squeezed Grant's hand. Why did he want to see you so very soon? Grant smirked, pushing his blonde hair off his chiseled face. No clue, said it was urgent. I forced a smile. Grant was lying to me. He knew something was up with Joaquin. Or worse, me. Fuck. Joaquin appeared in his jumpsuit, but mercifully this time I was prepared for his disheveled appearance. Even so, my heart wept when his frame came into view. He picked up the phone. Hey, thanks for coming. He waved to me and I resisted the urge to shatter the glass to hug him. What's up, man? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I've made a decision. He looked right at me. I'm not going to plea. Yes! Best news I'd heard since this nightmare started. Grant's face beamed. Great news. Is there anything I can do? Do you remember anything else about that night? I wish I were more helpful. Sorry I was too fucked up and busy with Autumn to remember much of anything. Fuck you, Grant. Even though he told me he was done with me two nights ago, he had picked me up from the park and brought me to visit his friend in jail. Why was he talking about Autumn? To make Ksenia jealous? Or was he just being honest with Joaquin? It's okay. Look, I need you to do something for me. I'm worried about Mia. I think something has happened to her. There was this man, Julian, who she dated after you. I didn't like the guy. Holy fuck. Did he just say Julian? I stifled a gasp, and my muscles stiffened, almost falling off my chair. A sudden coldness filled my core. Joaquin was lying to Grant. But why? I'd never dated a man named Julian. He was clearly saying this to let me know that he knew about little Julian, who I now assumed to be his kid. But none of this made sense. If Julian was my nephew, then Joaquin had lied to me about never having met Tiffany before. And if he'd had a one-night stand with Tiffany years ago, and discovered she'd kept a son from him, that would be a motive for murder. Alternatively, if he knew about his son, then he'd been lying to me for years. Granted, I'd lied to him about the birth of my baby, but he died, and Joaquin had been deployed. This was too much. Our lives couldn't be that parallel. We both couldn't have had secret babies conceived and born around the same time, and both hid said babies from each other. That was ridiculous. Grant's teeth clenched, and the color drained from his face. I thought a vein in his neck was going to pop. Was he reacting this strongly to thinking about me with another man? I never knew about any guys after me, which is a good thing, because I'd probably be the one in jail for murder. But I'll find her for you. I love you, bro, but that sister of yours is one fucked up bitch. Thanks, asshole. Joaquin clenched his fist and slammed it on the counter. The guard glared at him. Fuck you, man. No, she's not. Listen to me. I know she left you, but you don't know the real story, and it's not my place to tell you. That's a conversation you need to have with her. It's really not what you think. And if I ever hear you calling me a bitch again, I'll fuck you up once I get out of here. I loved my brother. Even in here, under the worst circumstances, he was my biggest defender. His reaction reaffirmed that all my sacrifice had been worth it. Joaquin would always have my back. Even so, I didn't have a clue what the fuck my brother was talking about. He didn't know why I had left Grant, nobody knew. I hadn't told a soul. It took every ounce of self-control to hold back my voice. I wanted to demand that Joaquin explain himself. Whatever, man, relax. I'll make sure she's safe, but then I'm done with her. But I'll always be here for you. If you need me to testify, I'll be there. I ran my hands through my hair, the fluorescent lights causing me to sweat. I'd abandoned my plan, which was to ask some stupid questions, say something in Spanish, flash Mama's ring. My brain was too cloudy. Desperation and confusion flooded my consciousness. Joaquin stood up, gave me a smirk and an intense glare, as my world crashed down around me. Grant seemed pissed off too. He didn't speak, and I could swear he sneered in my general direction. We walked out of the jail without speaking a word. I needed to be alone, to call Roman about the DNA sample, to reconnect with Mitch, and to get away from Grant's intensity and bitterness. I asked him to drop me off at home. Do you know where she is? His sister. He shook his head without taking his eyes off the road. Not a goddamn clue, and I don't give a fuck. I choked back a sob. I didn't have a clue where Mia was either. Chapter eight, Cassenia After Grant dropped me off, I knew I had to do something to alleviate my anxiety. The lady I lived with had left to visit her family for a week, so I was alone. I drew myself a hot bath, squeezed a few drops of lavender essence into the tub, and released my body from my clothes. My body. I still marveled at my transformation. Poor Grant's wheels were probably spinning trying to find Mia for my brother. Did he have a clue I was already in his grasp? My toes slipped into the bubbles, and I settled into the tub. No magazine, no music, just the calm chords of beautiful silence. I forced my mind to be still, to enjoy this moment, live in the present, and not focus on the future or the past. When the water lost its heat, I toweled off and dressed comfortably in sweats and a tank top. I did a few yoga poses to relax and prayed that I would come up with some cold, hard evidence that would exonerate Joaquin. But all my usual calming techniques didn't work. I couldn't quiet my mind, too much information. My visit with my brother had completely rattled me. I needed some answers. I called Roman. Hello? Briviat. it's me. Did you get the DNA back? He let out a long sigh. Kyushenka, I'm glad it is you. I loved his pet name for me. The comfort in his voice soothed my nerves. What, did you get a match for the hair? Is Julián Joaquín's son? No, I am afraid he is not. I choked back tears. What, are you sure? Because I'm pretty positive it was not match. I am sorry. No, it had to be, I saw him. The boy looked just like my father. Maybe Joaquin's sample was bad. It was old. I can get another one, or I'm his sister. Can you check mine? He hesitated. The tone of his voice sounded edgy, but maybe it was just his accent. You are his biological sister, the. Yes, of course I am. Well, brother and sister, Shares DNA, I will see. But my guy, he is very good. Just try it again, please. I'll send it today. Please call me when you get the results. Thanks. Harasho, paka. Paka. My understanding of genetics wasn't my strong suit, but brothers and sisters shared DNA so I was sure this would work. The sample I'd collected from Joaquin's apartment was probably damaged anyway. I'd gathered hairs from his brush. Maybe it wasn't even his brush. I needed to wait for the new results. I couldn't stress out about it now. I had bigger fish to fry. Mitch. I sat down again to my computer to check any updates to Mitch's trace. Again, nothing jumped out, except another message to Raphael, Again, with no text. Okay, now I had two weird messages to Raphael. Was he a drug dealer? If my plan worked, I would find out tonight. I texted Mitch. Ksenia. Handsome. My time of month is no more. When can I see you? Mitch. Tonight. I can't wait for you to sit on my face. I'll pick you up at eight. Aw, Mitch, such a gentleman. I texted him my address and plotted my revenge. I frantically ran around my apartment, gathering my tools into a corner of my room, my gun, handcuffs, and rohypnol, the drug that both Tiffany and I had been given. Mitch, it had to be Mitch. I knew now that he'd been at the party where I'd been attacked and at the party where Tiffany had died. This motherfucker would confess to me tonight, and I could free Joaquin and get my life back. I couldn't wait to torture him. My depraved fantasies involved humiliation, him begging me for forgiveness, ruining his career and life. But He was a SEAL. I needed to plan out every little detail. One thing was certain. Mitch had fucked with the wrong woman. He didn't have a clue what I was capable of. And honestly, neither did I. Chapter 9 Ksenia. At exactly 8, Mitch knocked at my door. His massive arms and chest bulged out of his t shirt, and his cargo shorts hugged his muscular thighs. His brown eyes softened when he saw me. Hey, sexy. He kissed me on the lips, and I fought the urge to kick him in the balls. But I remembered my plan it was go time. I kissed him back, a deep open mouthed kiss that until now had been reserved for Grant. I ran my fingers through his hair, pressing my body against his, feeling his cock poke at my dress. He reacted swiftly, shoving my ass against the door, wrapping my legs around his waist. Take me inside, I said between kisses. Fuck yeah, baby. Once inside my place, after a few more minutes of groping, I pulled away. I have surprise for you, Mr. Meech. Yeah, baby. Did you bring Autumn? God, I didn't think I could possibly detest this man any anymore. No, but I want to give you the pleasure. Let me take care of my man. First, I made for you the dinner kick ass i always knew you eastern european women were good for something i'm starving and i plan on eating you for dessert i forced myself to giggle and then set the table presenting my slaved over meal but the food wasn't the important part of my menu for the beverage i served vodka on the rocks laced with rohipnol. I poured two glasses out of his sight, making sure I was extra careful, remembering which one was his. I added cranberry juice to mine so I could easily identify it. Mitch sat down, slapped my ass as I leaned over to serve him. Before he took a single bite, he downed his drink. Pour me another, babe. Fuck, I was scared. I had administered a strong dose, but Mitch was a huge man. What if he realized I'd drugged him? He could kill me. I'd considered using GHB instead, but I couldn't risk killing him. He deserved to die, but I didn't want both crews' children jailed for murder. I slowly poured another glass of vodka, my pre-mixed liquid doubling his dose. He downed that drink, too. He pointed at the food. What did my woman make for me? Perlmony, it is Russian dumpling, and galopsy, it is the stuffed cabbage. I hope you like it. His head shook a bit, as if he was trying to focus. Looks great, my wife never cooked. He dug his fork into the plate and began his feast. I picked at my food, for once not even caring that I was eating animal flesh. I remembered the night I'd been drugged. I'd been having such a good time with my girls, drinking, dancing, and goofing around. I remember my stomach turned, and I felt like the room was spinning. I went to rest in a spare bedroom, and that was the last thing I remember, until I awoke to a man on top of me, my panties by my feet. I never saw his face, but I'd marked him forever. But tonight... I had turned the tables. You're a really good cook. I haven't had a home-cooked meal in a while. I could get used to this. Not happening, buddy. We made small talk for about 20 minutes. The entire time I was staring at him for any symptoms. Maybe Mitch had tiger blood and was immune. Man, it's getting hot in here. Do you have air? Bingo. Bingo. I walked over to the air conditioning unit and turned it on. Thanks, babe. What did you put in the food? You're not trying to poison me, are you? Fuck. Is he kidding? Funny. Is my cooking very bad? He clasped his stomach. Nah, babe. I'm just not feeling that well. Can I use your bathroom? Sure. It is right over there. He stood up, his legs wobbly, and he entered the bathroom. My heart beat rapidly. Did he know I'd drugged him? Did he remember doing it to me that night? Or to Tiffany? It had to be him, just had to be. I paced around the kitchen, biting my nails. I considered calling Grant to help me, just in case Mitch figured out what I had done. But that was an even dumber idea than drugging a Navy SEAL. I heard a loud thump in the bathroom. Mitch, are you okay? He didn't respond. This could be a trap. I said a silent prayer and opened the door to find Mitch slumped over the toilet. First stage of my plan had worked. Pride beamed through my body, but the hard work wasn't done yet. I couldn't exactly drag a 250-pound Navy SEAL to my bedroom. I scanned the bathroom, searching for something I could handcuff Mitch to. The handrailing for my old roommate was the best option. No doubt a fully conscious Mitch could pull that thing off the wall. But he would wake before he regained full mobility. I retrieved all my equipment and made myself comfortable on the bathroom floor. The hours were torturous, planning what I would say, what I would do. A few hours later, he began to stir, First a twitch in his leg, then a blink of his eye. I cocked back the Glock that Grant had taught me to shoot years ago and pointed it at his head. After a few more minutes, he focused on my face. His eyes bulged out of his head, and I could see the vein in his neck pop. What the fuck are you doing? I'm gonna kill you, you fucking bitch. Lay down the weapon, Ksenia. I wasn't scared. I dreamt of this moment so many times, but for years I could never picture the face of my victim. I pressed the gun to his forehead and dropped my accent. My name isn't Ksenia, asshole. It's Mia. Mia Cruz.
1: Chapter 10. Mitch. What the fuck did that psychotic bitch just say? No fucking way, you're Mia. Are you insane? Put down the goddamn gun. No, jackass. You don't get to make demands. I'm in control now. You're going to pay for what you fucking did to me. I know it was you, you motherfucker. I stabbed you with my fucking heel. I saw the scar the other night. I was helpless. I was your teammate's woman, your other teammate's sister. You ruined my fucking life. Oh, fuck. Memories of that night flooded back into my already hazy brain. She must have drugged me tonight, and now I was handcuffed to a railing with a gun pointed at my head. But I wasn't scared. Nothing fucking scared me. In fact, I was impressed. I stared at this woman who looked nothing like the Mia I'd lusted after. This chick in front of me had fake titties, puffy lips, and a too-tight face. Mia had been gorgeous, nothing fake about her. Naturally beautiful, not like the rest of the women in San Diego. Every guy on the team wanted to bone her, but Grant scooped her up first. On deployments, I would steal a few pictures she had sent Grant, use them for my spank shots. Had she transformed herself to trap me? What a fucking waste. In my life, I'd done so many shitty things, I'd cheated on my wife, I'd killed a few men, but I'd never violated a woman. Babe, please put down the gun. I had to change my tone, smooth talker, or she could kill me. In an unaltered state, I could rip the railing out of the wall and take her down, but I was too fucked up to move. She finally lowered the gun, her shoulders caved, and she collapsed in the corner, tears streaming down her face. Her chest heaved. I'd get her to calm down first, then figure out what the fuck was going on. Listen to me. I swear to God I didn't touch you. You're fucking lying to me. I remember. I remember you on top of me. I put my toe on her leg the only part of her body I could reach since my wrists were still restrained. She flinched back. No, you don't. You remember waking up with me there. I was checking to see if you were okay. I was looking for April that night, and the guy saw me and bolted. I didn't rape you, I fucking saved you. I may be an asshole, but I'm a goddamn Navy SEAL. I would never hurt you. I swear on my Budweiser. As a SEAL sister and former girlfriend, she should know we didn't fuck around when talking about our trident, our code. No. No, it was you. It had to be you. You raped me. You got me pregnant. You ruined my life. Pregnant? When did she have a baby? Neither Grant nor Joaquin ever mentioned that she had a kid. Where's the baby? Do a fucking DNA test, swab my goddamn cheek, or test the glass of vodka you just poisoned me with. She didn't answer me. Tears welled in her eyes. Look, I opened the fucking door. The room was dark and smelled like weed and vomit. Everything was hazy, and I couldn't see anyone at first. But then I saw some jerk with a fucking ski mask jump off the bed and sprint past me. I was going to run after the guy and fuck him up, but I wanted to make sure the girl was okay. I didn't even have a clue it was you until I saw your face. I was about to call 911. I sure as hell wasn't going to leave you there drugged up so someone else could attack you. But then you fucking stuck your heel into my groin so I got the fuck out of there so I wouldn't get arrested. She shook her head repeatedly. Why the fuck were you at the party? you were all supposed to be deployed. We were in country. They always fly us in to an undisclosed location to detox after a mission before we're allowed to see family. It's called third location decompression. So Grant was in town. Joaquin too? We were all in Arizona. Grant was being transferred to the hospital here. April and I got into a huge fight. She'd told me she was going out to that party with you. I was so fucking pissed off. I drove straight to San Diego. But when I got there, I couldn't find her. I went door to door and that's when I found you. I would never rape you or any woman. I'm not that man. She exhaled, her lip trembling. Try to remember, Mia. Mia. You just drugged me, right? I'm fucked up, but I know what's true. What do you remember about that night? I... I... I remember pain. Hand around my throat. My panties ripped off. Blood between my legs. Then I remember you. I locked her eyes. When I entered the room, he was pulling up his pants. You have to believe me. Look at me. I'm not lying to you. She remained silent. Well, that was better than her pointing a gun at my head. Uncuff me. She cautiously grabbed the key from her pocket and freed my wrists. I immediately reached for the Glock and emptied the chamber. My strength was coming back and I could handle her. I wanted to be pissed off at her for drugging me, for pointing a gun to my head, but I just pitied her. I wrapped my arms around her, inhaled her scent, and pretended for a moment that she was my girl. But I knew that her heart would forever belong to Grant. What's going on, babe? You can tell me. What did you do to yourself? You said you were pregnant. Where's your baby? She turned around and curled into my chest. It felt so good to have a woman who needed me. Even if it was only for tonight. I lost the baby two years ago. I... I did this for Joaquin. He's innocent, Mitch. I know it. He's all I have. I don't have anyone anymore. My parents died. Grant despises me. I had this crazy idea that I could free Joaquin. I got plastic surgery, learned Russian. I thought if I could go undercover, I could figure out who killed Tiffany. But all I've done is fuck everything up. Joaquin knows what I've done. And he's talking all crazy in jail. And his lawyer does too. Grant still doesn't have a clue I'm Mia, but he will kill me when he finds out I lied to him. I hate myself. I brushed her hair out of her face, resisting the urge to kiss her, fuck her until I made her mine, until she forgot about Grant forever. You're fucking crazy, do you know that? But you're my kind of crazy. Look, I know you love Grant, but you're right. Once he finds out you're Mia, he'll cut you out forever. Forget about him. Be my girl. As Ksenia. We can start a new life together. I won't ever hurt you. When I saw that guy in that room with you, it took every bit of self-control I had not to murder the motherfucker. I'll die for you, Mia. She looked up at me and then kissed me. Not one of our fuck-me kisses, but a real kiss. Like she cared about me. Like she loved me. It had been so long since I'd felt that passion from anyone. I'm sorry, Mitch. I believe you. I was wrong. I don't even know what is real these days. Thank you for saving me that night. But I didn't change to seek revenge on you or to get back together with Grant. I did this for my brother. And I'm going to see it through. Will you help me? My heart sank. Years of lusting after Mia, watching her with Grant, the way she loved him, the way she looked at him like he was the only man in the world. She never flirted with any of the other team guys. She was loyal and loving. April always tried to make me jealous, and I'd reacted immaturely. But she didn't love me the way Mia loved Grant. I'd never felt the devotion I could see they had between them. I'll do anything for you. Tell me what you need from me.
0: You've been listening to Episode 12 of Seven Deadly Seals. Tune in next week for Episode 13. You've been listening to Seven Deadly Seals, written by Alana Albertson, narrated by Jason Clark and Jennifer O'Donnell, produced at Brickshop Audio, Inc. Seven Deadly Seals is also available in print as an e-book on the Radish Fiction app and as a full-length audio book. If you want the whole story without waiting, grab one of these formats from the links at www.authoralanaalbertson.com. That's www.authoralanaalbertson.com.